Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Live from the palatial yet not overly ostentatious studios of CBS Sports Radio here in beautiful New York City, sitting on top of the 10th floor of 345 Hudson Street. Welcome on in to a Wednesday edition of the Zach Gelb Show across all the great local CBS Sports Radio affiliates, Sirius XM, Channel 158, the free Odyssey app, and hopefully momentarily streaming on YouTube, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, having some uh, problems uh, on YouTube right out of the gate. So we'll try to get that squared away momentarily. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. You can always interact with me on the good old cesspool of Twitter or on Instagram uh, at Zach Gelb. That's Z-A-C-H-G-E-L-B. Got Stuart Kovacs and Moist Mike here with me. We're rocking and rolling all the way up until 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. We should be joined by Steve Young, the legendary Hall of Fame quarterback at the top of the hour. And then obviously in his weekly spot from CBS Sports Radio, Bart Winkler of the Bart Winkler Show, Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern on many of these same CBS Sports Radio affiliates, Winkler Wednesdays. Each and every Wednesday on the Zach Gelb Show at 4.40 p.m. Eastern, 1.40 p.m. Pacific. Okay, uh, let's start right out of the gate with Kyle Shanahan. So the conversation after Super Bowl 58 with Kyle Shanahan is he can't win the big game. And I 100% think that is a fair talking point with Kyle Shanahan. I'm not telling you Kyle Shanahan sucks as an NFL head coach. I'm not telling you that he is the greatest coach ever, but there's a lot of times with Kyle Shanahan where when he's talked about, he's talked about as if he has invented the sport of football. And if he's invented how to run an offense in the year of 2024, and he has been a coach that you could already shine his bust in the pro football hall of fame. Like that's just the conversation with Kyle Shanahan. And I've said for years that Shanahan is a really good coach, but when you've seen in two previous big moments, him as the offensive coordinator of the Atlanta Falcons, they choked a 28-3 lead. And if you want to pin that on Dan Quinn, it's more than fair to do so, but the offensive play calling and failure to run the football in the fourth quarter up against the Patriots in that Super Bowl, Super Bowl 51, was criminal. Like, he should have been locked up and the key should have been thrown away with the way that Kyle Shanahan, as an offensive coordinator, mismanaged. But that always gets bailed out because the guy that overseed 
Kyle Shanahan was Dan Quinn, who was the head coach, even though he was known as a defensive-minded head coach. He could have told Shanahan, stop what you're doing and run the damn ball. But he didn't do that. So some of that is on Shanahan. Some of that is on Dan Quinn. But then the last time they were in a Super Bowl, where they were going up against the great Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, and Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes were on the cusp of winning their first-ever championship, you had a 10-point lead with seven and a half to play, and you couldn't get the job done. So that conversation of Kyle Shanahan can't win the big game started when you factor in the choke job against the Patriots as the OC of the Falcons, and then the first choke job up against the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl. So now we fast forward a few years later. Here they are in the Super Bowl, where the only team that you felt like was in their way and dominated them this year were the Baltimore Ravens, but the Baltimore Ravens got sent packing two weeks ago by the Kansas City Chiefs. And in the first half of that Super Bowl, the 49ers looked vastly better and drastically better than the Kansas City Chiefs. But with all the mistakes that Kansas City made, you went into halftime and the Niners only had a seven-point lead and there was an ominous feeling. And after the game, as you know how it played out, people are crushing Shanahan for taking the, the ball first in overtime. I didn't think that was a wrong decision. But what I think is more fair to crush him on is that none of his players knew how the overtime rules worked. And also, I know you got to give credit to Spags. I know that defense for the Chiefs has been phenomenal. I don't think there's been a bigger proponent of the Chiefs' defense, even though I didn't believe this team was going to win the Super Bowl. But I was a huge believer of this Chiefs' defense. Going back to when I texted Spags, my thoughts on his defense and how great his defense was back in week three of this past NFL season. But with all that being said, and how special this Chiefs' defense was, I thought Shanahan should have ran the football more in the second half. So when you look at all that, and you have another game, and I know you could chalk it up to, oh, it's Mahomes, oh, it's Reed, oh, it's Chris Jones, oh, it's Spagnola, oh, it's uh, Travis Kelsey. You could chalk it up however you want. This was a game that it felt like, for a decent stretch of it and a decent chunk of the game, that the 49ers should have won it. So now the conversation, if you didn't think it was fair in recent years, I think it's now even more fair to say that Kyle Shanahan can't win the big game. And that's going to follow him until he's standing at a podium, if he ever does, and is hoisting the Lombardi Trophy. I'll get to Shanahan's response in just a second. But I don't understand why, even though people are criticizing Shanahan in the big game, and he has received his fair share of criticism, why people still refer to him as if he's like one of the greatest coaches to ever coach. And people can sometimes get sensitive when you say, oh, he's not a guy right now that can win the big game. And some people right away, and we even talked about this the other day, they th- they give out a life raft of, well, look at you talked about Andy Reid for 20 years. Andy Reid eventually got Patrick Mahomes. We all knew Andy Reid was a good coach. And Andy Reid then ended up winning three Super Bowls with Patrick Mahomes. Just to assume that because Andy Reid eventually punched through, that Shanahan will punch through, that doesn't always happen. Because for every Andy Reid, there is a Marv Levy. Where Marv Levy got to four straight Super Bowls, 
right? The Bills got to four straight Super Bowls. They lost them all. Mar Levy's still in the Hall of Fame. He's still referred to as a great head coach, but he's a coach that can't that did not win the big one. And sometimes that happens in sports. Sometimes you have really good coaches that are right there in the final four, in the final two, what it feels like each and every year. And Shanahan, it feels like he's in the final four each and every year. But when you keep on getting there and coming up short, sorry, I don't think you should sugarcoat this. I don't think you should run away from the conversation. You should fully embrace it. And you should say the conversation is fair that you can't win the big game. Instead of make excuses or try to put lipstick on a pig and try to make it out to be that you're a coach that has multiple championships and because you've won other playoff games, that means you can win the big games. The big game is the Super Bowl. And in the Super Bowl, you are 0-2 as a head coach and you're 0-1 as an offensive coordinator. And you never know how long this window will remain open. Like, in theory, the Niners should be one of the better teams in the league next year. But they've been one of the better teams in the league for the last few years. And they have a big, fat zero to show for it. So I don't want to hear Shanahan kind of push back on this conversation that he can't win the big game when you have not won the big game. Because the big game is the Super Bowl, and you damn well know for sure what we mean when we say you can't win the big game. But here is Kyle Shanahan pushing back on the narrative that he can't win the big game. When you say big games, like, we've got to win a bunch of big games to get to Super Bowls. Um, we've won a lot of big games here. Uh, we've won a lot of big games to get into playoffs. Um, the fact that we keep getting there shows you guys how many, how much we've been game, win games or big games, and I think you guys are aware of that. That's what, that's what I understand. You guys can have any narrative you want, but, like, the success or the failure, uh, it comes down to one game. And to say that the Niners can't win a big game would be – an extremely inaccurate statement. I think he has to own it. I think that comes off weak there. I think that's him dancing around the topic, and that's not fully embracing what the true meaning of what people are saying. No one cares if you got off to a slow start and then you win some big games in the regular season down the stretch. No one cares if you win a divisional round game. Or you make it to the Super Bowl. No one remembers the AFC or the NFC title games that you won if you don't follow through with winning the trophy the next week. And, like, I don't want to compare this to the 1980 U.S. hockey team, but the great Herb Brooks said after they beat, uh, you know, uh, the Soviet Union that if you don't win the next game up against Finland, which was the gold medal game, you'll take that to your grave. Even though that's like the rare instance in sports where the final game wasn't the most memorable game for a gold medal winning or a championship team. But that can apply here. Like, do you think anyone in Buffalo really talks about the great playoff games that Marv Levy and Jim Kelly won? No, the national conversation is, man, we got to all those Super Bowls and look at all the ways that we lost those Super Bowls. And there's been times like, hey, as a Patriot fan, there's been some great AFC Championship games that they've won. Like that Billy Cundiff missed kick, the game up against the Jaguars. Those were games that in the moment they were really fun, but they never get reference 
because they didn't win the championship two weeks later. So Kyle Shanahan telling me that, oh, they beat the Lions in an epic comeback or they beat the the Green Bay Packers a few years ago and, and they beat the Green Bay Packers a few times in the postseason. That means nothing when you don't follow through with winning the Super Bowl. And you need to win the Super Bowl because from a talent standpoint, you have had one of the more, if not the most talented team in the league for several years. And your players will be the first one to tell you that. But in the big game, Brock Purdy was fine. He was good. Debo Samuel no-showed. George Kittle no-showed. Yeah, you know, you go through the list. Brandon Ayuk, they didn't get in the football enough. The offensive line crumbled in the big moment. And your defense, I know it's the great Patrick Mahomes. You allowed him to go through your defense like a hot knife through butter when all you had to do was hold them to a field goal and then you get the ball back and you're driving to get into field goal range and win the game. You had a bounce not go your way on a punt return. So you you had McCaffrey fumble the football. Like there's a lot there. There's a lot of moments when you look back and you'll say, wow, Just as easily as the Niners lost that game, they could have easily won it. And when you have those uncharacteristic mistakes, I'm not saying it's necessarily a mental roadblock, but it appears that way that when you get into the biggest game of the year, even though it's up against the great Mahomes and the great Andy Reid and all the greatness that the Chiefs have, you've been a better team than those two Chiefs teams that have won a Super Bowl. Like when you look at the duration of the game, for three quarters up against the the uh, Chiefs in the first Super Bowl you played up against them, you were the better team. And then the final seven and a half, they beat you. So even when you were the better team for three quarters, it still wasn't good enough when you were spotted a 10-point lead with seven and a half to go to win the game. For about three quarters in this Super Bowl, it felt like you were the better team. And it still wasn't good enough to knock out the Kansas City Chiefs. So don't tell me that Kyle Shanahan is capable right now of winning the big game. Don't act like you've won a ton of big games because you all know what that meaning is. That is winning the Super Bowl. And so far, as good of a, as a coach Kyle Shanahan is, he is going to be remembered until he wins the big game as the coach that was really good, was always there, but couldn't get the job done. And until he is on that podium, as good of as a head coach he is, he will be synonymous. He'll be remembered as the offensive coordinator that choked the 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl. The head coach that twice up against Kansas City had 10-point leads and couldn't find the way to walk out with the, with the shiny Lombardi trophy. You may say that's unfair. I just say that's reality. And for Kyle Shanahan to kind of push back at that and kind of say, oh, no, we've won big games before. All those games that you've won in the postseason that you think are big games means jack when you can't win the Super Bowl. Do you think Kyle Shanahan was off base with his comments yesterday? I absolutely do so. And I think he's missing the point. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. We'll take a break when we come on back. I don't think Travis Kelsey is ever going to be sober today. I, I think he is going to be need to, to eat a lot of food and is quickly going to have to go to sleep. We'll play you some audio from the Chiefs parade that is just wrapping up right now. And also, 
Is Russell Wilson about to help out the Denver Broncos? I think he'd be crazy to do so. We'll discuss on the other side. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Scary scene in uh, Kansas City. I'm reading from Ari Murov at My Sports Update. We were going to play Travis Kelsey uh, having some fun at the parade Um, As he was singing and he was clearly intoxicated, but now this parade has taken a turn for the worse. Ari Mura from My Sports Update says, Serious situation, gunshots have been fired at the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade per KC police. Multiple people were struck. Two armed people have been taken into custody. So hope everyone is okay. Obviously, a very scary scene on what should be a joyous occasion in Kansas City, but a scary scene is unfolding. Our pal James Palmer from the NFL Network, he is a part of the NFL Network's coverage of the parade, and he just released the video where he uh, tweeted out, we have been escorted away from Union Station after being told to get under the stage. We were hosting the parade, and it's a very chaotic and scary scene right now. In Kansas City, so hope everything turns out okay. Um, obviously, you're there celebrating a Super Bowl championship, and you would think it would be a day that's just fun and a day that can be safe, but um, as we've learned through, unfortunately, many times uh, in our country, even at some moments that you think nothing can go wrong, you couldn't even imagine something going wrong, something does go wrong. Uh, so just absolutely disgusting what is happening today in Kansas City and hope uh, everyone that was impacted by this walks away okay from the situation even after some of the scary reporting that we are seeing. 
So it is Zach Gelb show on CBS Sports Radio. We also have breaking news. And this, you know, I understand what we just said is very serious. And uh, we'll continue to update you if we do get any other news. But there is breaking news from the NFL. And we are a sports show and we talk sports. Um, Adam Schefter is saying a change in San Francisco. Steve Wilkes is now out as the 49ers defensive coordinator. So you have Steve Wilkes fired as the defensive coordinator of the 49ers. I don't think this is surprising. I do think a lot of people will say, oh, well, you just were the DC in your first year and you got to a Super Bowl. And in that Super Bowl, I know the defense was not great in the fourth quarter, but that defense for the first half, they at times had Mahomes rattled. Like, they were getting to Mahomes at ease. They picked Mahomes off. Mahomes made an ill-advised throw. And as you've seen before in some of these playoff games, like when Belichick was in the AFC Championship game up against Mahomes in Mahomes' first true year as a starter, you, you know, there's a way to contain Mahomes for a half. Like, we've seen teams, the Texans did a good job up against Mahomes for a little over a quarter. Uh, You could go to other moments when the Chiefs have had to make these comebacks. Hey, uh, the last time the Niners won the Super Bowl, Jimmy Garoppolo outplayed Mahomes for three quarters. We saw Jalen Hurts last year outplay Mahomes. But even when you outplay Mahomes, it doesn't mean that you're going to walk away with the victory. And I thought the Niners, for knowing who was on the other side, did as good of a job as you could And it's only a matter of time before Mahomes is going to have his moment. So I still walk away from that Super Bowl, and you look at it from a 49ers perspective, it doesn't sit right with me that they're now moving on from Steve Wilkes when you kind of look at the game, and I felt like it was more so the Niners' offense let them down than the defense. Because when the Niners were limiting Mahomes, when the Niners were putting out a game that most of us felt was a boring game because the offense for Kansas City was doing nothing. And when that Niners defense picks off Mahomes and you also force the fumble as well, when Isaiah Pacheco put the ball on the turf as they were driving, you got to walk away with points. When you have an opportunity and you sense that you have a chance to take out the Kansas City Chiefs, you have to distance yourself from them. And with everything that occurred in the first half, with everything that was there, and how it felt like, very similarly to Super Bowl 53, Patriots and Rams, where you knew who the better team was, but it wasn't showing that on the scoreboard in terms of the distance between those two teams. You know when you give Mahomes basically an unlimited amount of opportunities to get the job done, eventually he's going to step up and deliver. And quite frankly, with the way that that game felt, it didn't feel like that the the Kansas City Chiefs should have won the game. But when you see it so quickly change off that return and the ball bounces in favor of Kansas City off a 49ers player, it was just kind of one of those humbling moments and those moments where you realize Man, it feels like the Niners were the better team, but they weren't able to capitalize. So when you get rid of Steve Wilkes, the reason why I say it's not surprising is because right after the game, or or it was yesterday when he was asked about uh, Shanahan, when he was asked about Steve Wilkes, he didn't really give him a ringing endorsement. 
And people were reading into that press conference and they were listening to that press conference and they were like, oh, it doesn't seem like Steve Wilkes is going to be back with the San Francisco 49ers. Now, when they make that decision today and Shanahan just announced it today, let's just call it how it is. Steve Wilkes got screwed because the number one reason from just the 49ers perspective, why the 49ers lost the Super Bowl is because their offense didn't capitalize when you had Mahomes looking like he was human in the game. So I do believe that that is wildly unfair that Steve Wilkes gets not brought back or not retained today, but that's life in the NFL. Sometimes there is a scapegoat, and sometimes a scapegoat is not the right scapegoat. So Steve Wilkes out as 49ers defensive coordinator. So I also uh, saw this was kind of lost in the shuffle right before the Super Bowl. Because you do have NFL news that breaks during the Super Bowl or right before the Super Bowl, but it gets lost because all the hoopla was around Brock Purdy, was around Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, Kyle Shanahan, Taylor Swift. The list goes on and on and on. But Tom Palacero, before the Super Bowl and during Super Bowl week, he had some insight on Russell Wilson. And he said, the Broncos are keeping all options on the table regarding Russell Wilson, including the possibility of reopening talks about renegotiating his contract. I do believe Russell Wilson would be extremely dumb to renegotiate his contract with the Broncos. Russell Wilson improved as a quarterback from his first year in Denver into his second year in Denver. But it is abundantly clear that Russell Wilson is not a fit in a team that is coached by Sean Payton. And Sean doesn't have respect for his quarterback. Sean doesn't want this quarterback. And it was basically like an arranged marriage. That was this relationship. Where, yes, Sean picked that he was going to coach the Broncos. He knew Russell Wilson was there. But where the contract was, it was like, why would you take that job? And what the contract was with Russell Wilson, and the extension hasn't even kicked in yet, why would you take that job knowing that you didn't fully like and you weren't fully committed to Russell Wilson? Because it was way too early for that relationship to fail. It was like a couple that got married and then a month within marriage, they're already in uh, couples therapy and you know it's trending towards a divorce. And the way even when they were winning, how Sean tried to take the injury guarantees out of Russell Wilson's contract, that was just a joke. And then towards the end of the season, they benched him. That is a marriage that is fractured beyond repair. Now, I understand why the Broncos would want to try to renegotiate this contract because if you don't, you're just going to have to eat the money and you're going to have to inevitably release him. But why would Russ, when he's owed all this money and the Broncos and Sean Payton treated him the way that they did this year, why would Russ bail them out? Why would you want to stay in Denver? Like, you're going to get the majority of this money. Once again, your extension hasn't even kicked in yet. So don't renegotiate. This is the Broncos' bed. Now they have to lie in it and make them figure it out. And in all likelihood, you're going to get released. You're still going to get paid an enormous sum of money. And then you could go sign somewhere in this offseason where you are wanted. And you could take a cheap deal because of how much money you're going to make with this contract that the Broncos are going to try to get out of. And maybe Russ next year ends up on the Steelers. Maybe Russ next year ends up with the Atlanta Falcons. Maybe he ends up 
with the Minnesota Vikings. And all three of those destinations are healthier situations for Russell Wilson than the one that he's in right now. Because regardless of what his contract says, we know him and Sean don't get along. And Sean doesn't want him. So if Sean was ready to bail on you and did bail on you where your contract is right now, why would you renegotiate and maybe stick around and go through this for another year and make it easier for them to bail on you in the future? I would not help the Broncos out at all. I I would be selfish if I'm Russell Wilson. So that was from Tom Pelissero. The Broncos are keeping all options on the table regarding Russell Wilson, including the possibility of reopening talks about renegotiating his contract. I wouldn't do anything that helps out the Broncos. You got that money. You deserve that money. They believed in you. I'm not saying Russ is a great quarterback anymore. I still think he could be above average in this league, but they don't want you. So why would you try to make it easier on the Broncos from a salary cap perspective now? Why would you say, oh, I'll move this money around and do this and do that and maybe take less money just to stay on the team? That makes no sense. Because the Broncos have reached a dead end. They paid Sean Payton. They know Sean doesn't want Russell Wilson anymore. And since Russ was there first, the coach is going to win out. So this will inevitably end in a release. I would not, once again, help the Broncos out in any way if I was Russell Wilson. Ack is here, by the way. And Ack, you know how I know that I need a vacation and I need to get away a little bit from our great family here at CBS Sports Radio? No, how, how, how should I know that? I had a dream about you last night. That's a little scary. Yeah, <laughs> but nothing against you, Ack. I, I, I love I, you. I understand completely. But if we get to the point where I'm dreaming about this place but I'm not at this place, yeah, yeah. those two bachelor parties that I got coming up uh, next week and the week after that where I'll be out Thursday, Friday in Orlando and then out Thursday, Friday in Puerto Rico, uh, that will be well-deserved. Now, I'll tell you what the dream was. Okay. So sometimes Ack is a uh, little bit of a jokester around here where I'll leave my wallet out on the desk and Ack will take my wallet. Well, and you, be shouldn't, like, you shouldn't leave the wallet out. It's it's trying to teach you a lesson. And then sometimes Ack will go, you got to be careful about the uh, wallet and the money that you're laying out there, chief, even though I don't really usually uh, uh, carry a lot of cash. Yeah. So in my dream last night, I dreamed that while I was in a passionate, fiery rant, you were putting my wallet in front of my face, and then you took our promo read binder and was also putting that in front of my face. And I was basically looking at you saying, what the bleep is your problem? I'm in the middle of a rant, and here you are throwing these inane objects at me. And and then I grabbed the binder. I grabbed the binder you left the out wallet. of your hands. Yeah, I don't know what happened to the wallet, but I grabbed the binder, and then you walked off the set, and you didn't do the update. That was that was my dream. I last was taking night. the money and running. Yeah, you probably were, <laughs> but that was the dream that I had last night. And when I woke up this morning, I said, "Wow, what a crappy night of sleep! I, yes. I need a vacation." Exactly. Where is your wallet, by the way? <laughs> it's in my jacket out in the newsroom. So that means it's probably an Axe back pocket. Maggie and Perloff put on a magician at Radio Row. Ack is a magician. He makes my wallet disappear each and every day. Oh, on you CBS leave your Sports wallet out, your key card. I mean, everything. It's like uh, it's like it's, it's you know, I can go to town on these things. You, you know what's gonna happen. There is going to be a day. Your phone? Where I misplace my wallet in the studio somewhere, like falls out of my pocket, and I'm going to go to you, and you're going to be like, I didn't take it, and that's going to be the that's, boy who cries wolf. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> but I almost changed your, the, uh, the, the language on your phone to, uh, to something else last That week. wouldn't be nice. <laughs> 
would be really I was, mean. I was very tempted. I you, didn't. You could take my wallet. You could take my computer. You could take my key card. That's the one thing that I've always said. Just don't mess with my cell phone. Like, I really do believe, even though everything's try, backed up. Try, anyway. reading, try reading your phone in Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> even though that would be tough. Uh, even I know how to count to 10, by the way, in uh, okay. Japanese. I learned that uh, when I uh, participated in karate mm-hmm. as, a, as a young kid. But um, I, I will say, when... You like I've always said this before. If I ever got held up, like if I ever got mugged or something, or someone was trying to rob me, I think I would give ev- or try to give everything but my cell phone. Even though everything's backed up, there's yeah. just something about the cell phone where you're overly protected. <laughs> well, we, it it has our whole life in it now. Yeah, and not only that, when I was at the Super Bowl, one of the tailgates we were at, they had a charging station Duh. where you could lock your phone and then you could charge your phone, and you have to put a code in. But I was away from my phone for 45 minutes, which was very peaceful. Mm-hmm. However, whenever I like walking around, you just naturally, just based off instincts, go into your pocket, yeah, yeah. thinking that the phone's going to be there. I when I had uh, federal jury duty last week, they what? Con- they confiscated the phone. Yeah, you had federal jury duty. Yeah, any I know you you probably can't say, but was there anything juicy going on? No, there? no, I I, uh, I I was actually I wasn't even in selected. I was, yeah, I was. Gone after one day. What did you say? You just hate all people? No, 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 no. It's just, you know, they what they do is they, they call you. It's a pretty interesting process, but uh, basically they call your name and they assign you a number, and I'm number 32. So when they you go into the courtroom and when you see 1 through 16s in the jury box, you're like, they're never getting to me. Okay. <laughs> you know? So that's Cause, good. Because they basically would have had to have turned over the entire jury to get to get to me. Yeah, I got called for jury duty twice. I don't remember what happened the first time, but the second time I just sat in, in a room for five hours, never heard my name called, and they were like, "Okay, you can go home." Yeah, so. yeah. But they took they take your phone now, and or at least at, at federal jury duty they do. No, oh, I didn't I, know I that. Felt, yeah, my it was like what, felt what do naked. You mean? Yeah, no doubt about so. it. So <laughs> let's get to the latest CBS Sports Radio update with the man that I dream about. Even though uh, when I'm not in his presence, here he is, the great Rich Ackerman. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's time to ask the pros where you, the listener, gets to ask us a question brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Simply tweet your question at CBS Sports Radio at Zach Gelb using the hashtag Ask the Pros. Be listening later in the show when we might answer your question. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. So we told you uh, we would give you more updates when we have them. An extremely scary scene at the Chiefs Championship Parade as uh, KC Police has confirmed, this is via KSHB, that there are 10 shooting victims today. Multiple children are being treated at Children's Mercy Hospital. So they have made arrest here. Two men were arrested uh, there is one report out there that there is one death, um, but from KSHB right now, 10 shooting victims today and multiple uh, children are being treated at Children's Mercy Hospital. It's, you know, this is just terrible. And once again, there was a shooting at the parade today, at least 10 injured, two armed people are in custody for questioning. Scariest moment of my life. As we hear shots and took cover, stay, uh, stay tuned to KSHB 41 as we are getting live uh, updates and more details. That was from Caitlin Newt, who is a reporter out there. Um, this is just terrible. And unfortunately now, I, I hate to say this, but there are so many instances now where we've seen shootings and acts of violence like this where I want to be careful with the words that I use here, but now there's like no longer reaction when something like this happens where people go like, I can't believe it happened. And that's the scary part when violence like this now happens so often that when you hear about it, you're not shocked anymore. And we have seen just awful shootings in this country. And every time you see something like this, you just ask, why? And you just have a, a feeling of disgust and a feeling of sadness. And I know a lot of times in this country, unfortunately, we've seen school shootings. And whenever there is a school shooting, you end up saying to yourself, think about how many innocent children and great teachers were just going to work that day. or were just going to school that day. And right, you would think you'd be able to be safe at school, but that's not the case. And in something like this, here we are, and I know we don't have all the details, but there's enough information out there to say this, where here you are, where you're going to a championship parade for a football team that just provided so many people for the third time in recent memory, happiness, elation, joy. And I know that sometimes stupid things happen at parades, right? You drink, you're having fun. Sometimes you make bad decisions. But to have a shooting at this parade where, like, literally, right as we were getting on the air, 
Santer comes running up to me and he goes, you got to hear Travis Kelsey like incoherently singing at the parade. Like we were going to have fun with that audio. And that was going to be like a fun moment. But now it's like, I'm not going to play the audio because what went from being a fun, what should have been innocent day where you rally around together and celebrate the Kansas City Chiefs and the greatness of of Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, the Hunt family, uh, Travis Kelsey, Steve Spagnuolo, Chris Jones, and so on and so on. Like even our guy, Drew Tranquil, had a great speech at the parade today. All that, unfortunately, now goes away because you had two morons who, and that's what they are, they're two morons who have allegedly shot 10 people. And there's one report out there that someone has died, and now we have multiple children at a hospital? Makes me sick. It's it's just absolutely disgusting that we can't even go to a parade now without these acts of violence occurring. And I don't know what sparked it. I don't know what was the reason behind it. I don't know those details yet. But whatever the reason is, it does not justify children being in a hospital now and have 10 people that were shot here. And who? And that's only the immediate reporting. Who knows what else is going to happen? And you have all these, and you're going to see a lot of this because it's a parade where I think it was reported they were expecting like over a million people today at this parade. Everyone has a cell phone now. And also you have live news cameras and live sports shows at the parade. Like I was just watching a video during the break. I guess uh, Nick Wright, who's a big time Chiefs fan and now is like the face or one of the faces of FS1. His show, which airs in the afternoon, is at the parade. They're live on location. And I saw one video of him and Travis Kelsey dapping each other up. And then I just see an hour later this other video where they were in commercial break for 10 minutes because of what was going on here. And then it's like they just go back to some Fox News show because you're not going to go live from a parade when there are gunshots being fired. And our buddy James Palmer, who comes on this show a bunch, he was saying they were told to take cover. And think about that. Like, you are at the parade. There's a bunch of loud noises, right? Music, partying, drinking, You're having fun. You're celebrating the Kansas City Chiefs, right? It's football. It's something that we all love in this country. And now this parade is going to be forever remembered because gunshots were fired. And I hope we don't have worse information come out throughout the day. And the arrests were made, so give credit to the police department for moving quickly. But when the information is this so early, I would imagine that there's going to be more information that comes out. And all you could do is just pray that it's good information. And it's people that have recovered. And it's people that are going to be able to walk away from this. But it just makes me sick to my stomach. And once again, the act of of what occurred makes you sick. But it's also now the reaction of it. We're unfortunately, and I love our country. I love 
our country. But we have a lot of stupid and senseless things that happens in this country. And I know whatever I say now in the next 10 minutes, you'll have some bozos that will try to spin it in a political way. I am the farthest thing from someone that gets involved in politics. I don't care which side you are on. I don't care what you want to call me. I am just reacting to this as a human being. And the fact that now we have so many stories throughout the years where it just feels normal. That's the thing that's crazy. That something like this happens at a parade where it should never happen. It should never happen, period. And the first reaction is, that's terrible, but I'm not surprised. Because it happens way too much in this country. Whether it's at supermarkets, whether it's at a place of worship, whether it's at schools. Remember, you know, obviously now that the parade... I know it wasn't, yeah, you go back to remember the Boston Marathon years ago with the, with the, with the bombing and all that. You know, these are, are moments where you should be able to go to something and you shouldn't have to worry about maybe not getting home. Like, that sh- is what should happen. You should be able to go to a cheese for parade. You should be able to go to the Boston Marathon. You should be able to go to school. You should be able to go to a place of worship. You should be able to go to a supermarket and get home okay and get home in one piece. But now, in our world, you have these senseless acts and I just don't get why they occur. I don't. And it's terrible. It is absolutely terrible. There is no reason why we should have to be talking about this today. Should have gone to the parade. The parade should have been fun. Should have been a safe. Should have been a good time. And that should be it. And we should be having fun today. Talking about. You know all the audio. And all the celebration. That emanated from the parade. Instead we're talking about. Gunshots. Instead we're talking about children. Being in hospitals. It's. Just absolutely sickening. It's scary. It's frightening. And it's just terrible. And, you know, we'll continue to do the show. But it's tough to get back into the sports topics. And we will. Because that's what we do. But to not talk about it would just would just be wrong. So I just hope everything turns out to be okay. But unfortunately, we've seen this too many times before. And when you already have this initial news, it usually only gets worse. It's the Zach Gelb Show on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.